0: that you know us, you made us, and you love us. Thank you that you sent your son, Jesus, um, so that we could be friends with you. Please show us how to live. Please give us your wisdom. Amen. Now, there's a bit of a problem. God's people, the people that James is writing to in this bit of the Bible, they were arguing Does anyone get in arguments? Never. Has anyone had an argument today? With themselves? God's people were getting into arguments with one another, and they were falling out with one another. And they thought they had God's wisdom and were living it out, but they were arguing and being proud towards one another. And James, who's writing to them, he wants to help them to get along with one another. He's a bit like the friend in the playground. You know when two people just are having trouble in the playground and they're not getting on very well and the friend comes along and says, I want to help you. I want to help you to get along with one another. James is doing that for them. Well, first up, if you look down in your Bibles, I'm going to grab one as well. You look down at chapter 3, verse 13. Big number 3, little number 13. What's the first thing that James does in verse 13? Have a look down. See what, see what he does. What does he do? He asks them a question. What is that question? Is there someone wise among you? Is there a wise person here, he says. Point to the wise person, okay? So I want you to have a think. If you were trying to pick someone, maybe not necessarily with someone here, but but maybe it could be someone here, and you think, I'm going to pick someone who looks wise, or I think is wise, have a think about what kind of things you'd be looking for. And maybe chat to the people on your table and tell them what kind of things you would look for, for picking a wise person. Did you have an answer? Sorry? More experience, great, thank you. So that's what you'd be looking for, someone with lots of experience. Does that mean they've got to be old? Yeah, because the older you get, the more experience you have, yeah. Um, any other ideas of what you'd look for for someone who's wise? A king, someone powerful, yeah? Maybe they've got there because they're wise. So they must be wise, they successful, yeah. Anything else, anything else you look for? Understanding, yeah, someone who can understand things, yeah. Do you mean like, Have a really big brain and work out difficult things, yeah. Anyone else? Usually we have lots of ideas about who is the wise person. Sometimes we think they've got to have a big beard. The bigger the beard, the wiser the person. Sometimes we think they've got to be really old. But actually James says something interesting. If you look down with me at the very next sentence, after the bit we just read, he says this. The wise person shows his wisdom by living right he should do good things without being proud a wise person does not boast that's interesting isn't it because james is saying that you can tell a wise person not by what they know but what they do and and what they do to for other people what how they treat other people that's interesting isn't it we tend to think the wise people are the people who are really clever or the really successful, or actually people who show everyone how how much they know. But this person will not be proud and not boast. So it's very different. There's a reason James is telling them this. Remember at the start I said they were fighting with one another. They were falling out with one another. They were trying to be the best, and they were getting into arguments. James wants them to know where God's wisdom comes from and what difference it will make in their lives. Um, so we're going to have a bit more of a think about that as we go through this evening. Um, but first of all, we're going to sing about a wise man who built his house upon a rock. Does anyone know that song? It's a classic. Let's stand up. Let's sing the wise man built his house upon the rock because he built it on God and God's word.
1: The wise man built his house upon rock. His house upon the rock, the wise man built his house upon the rock, and the rain came tumbling down. The rain came down, and the floods came. The, the foolish man built his house upon the sand. The foolish man built his house upon the sand, and the rain came tumbling down.
0: Um, on your sheets you've got a little bit to fill in uh, before we move on to the next bit um, so you've got a little box that you've got to fill in something about what James says you can find wisdom you can spot wisdom um, and fill that in go for it James says you can spot wisdom not what they know not what someone knows but how they live how they live that's what it says in the verse isn't it the wise person shows their wisdom by living right they do good things without being proud. So you can spot them by what they do and how they do it. Great. Um, The next bit, James is going to ask a question. He's going to ask them, these people here that he's writing to, he's going to ask them, where is your wisdom from? Is it a wisdom from God, as we've just heard about, that helps us to live right and do good for others? Or is it a wisdom from ourself. So he's going to ask that question, where is your wisdom from? Let's get through this. If their wisdom is causing them to have anger and fighting amongst themselves, if it it isn't a wisdom from God, then where is it from? Well, James, he's really blunt. He just tells it like it is. He says, that it comes from the selfishness and jealousy in their hearts. That's where their wisdom comes from. Not from God. Remember, we heard about that wisdom. But it comes from their own hearts. Does anyone know what selfish means? Anyone know what selfish means? I reckon in most of the houses of the people who live here, that, that word has probably been spoken this week mentioned at least. What does selfish mean? Go on, go for it. Yeah, for myself. Yeah, that's right. Um, thinking of me, always thinking of me. i only thinking of myself, what's best for me. That's the first word. What about jealous? Does anyone know what jealousy is? When do you get jealous? Yeah. What did you do? Bethany said, well, do you want something that someone else has? And actually, jealousy goes with selfishness. Because if you're only thinking of you, then when someone takes something that belongs to you or that you wanted to play with, you get jealous. Jealousy makes you want to stop them from doing that. And James says, you have these things in your heart. And that's what's causing you to argue with one another. So where is the wisdom coming from? Well, it's not coming from God's. It's coming from our hearts and the selfishness in our hearts. He also says this. If you look up on the screen, everyone look at the screen. Look at the screen. Great. Um, That kind of wisdom does not come from God. That wisdom comes from the world. It's not spiritual. It's from the devil. Where does he say the wisdom comes from? The world. And he also says from the devil. Why do you think he says that? What does he mean by saying it comes from the world? Any ideas? No? Okay. From the world means it's it's from the same selfishness that we have when people say, I don't need God, I'm just going to do it my way. And why does he say from the devil? Well, because the devil wanted to do that, didn't he? He wanted to be God. He thought he could be God. So it's the same way that people were acting. And James says, you need to wake up because if you're really fighting with one another and being angry towards one another, then that's really where your wisdom is coming from. It's quite shocking, isn't it? It's quite surprising. And I've got some examples of this wisdom, okay? These are things that you might hear people say. Put your hand up, we'll have a little poll. When you hear, put your hand up if it's something you've heard people say about how you should live, okay? You should always choose what is best for you. Have you heard anyone say that? Yeah? What about you can't love other people until you love yourself? You heard people say that one? What about this one? What about do what's best for you, even if others don't like it? Yeah? Doesn't matter if they don't like it. Do what's best for you. Is that what God's word says? What, what can you see about all of those things? It's about me, isn't it? It's about what's best for me. It's that selfishness again coming up. And so the wisdom that's coming from the selfish heart is actually saying it's all about me. I should be doing what's best for me and not for other people. So James is t- showing them that it's pretty worrying that the wisdom that they have Is not coming from God. Because they're fighting with one another, they don't have his wisdom. Because his wisdom, we're going to see it does something amazing. It's so much better. We're going to see that in the next bit. Uh, But we've got a memory verse. And this is our song. It goes like this. It's actually James 1 verse 5. So it's exactly what James 1 verse 5 says. Um, So we're going to learn it together. Everyone on their feet. So I need you to point to someone next to you. If any of you, yeah, lacks wisdom, he should talk to God who gives generously to all. Yeah? Can we do that again? If any of you lacks wisdom, he should talk to God who gives generously to all. Okay? They're the actions, and we're going to learn it together.
1: If any one of you lacks wisdom, he should talk to God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it shall be given to you. That's James chapter 1, verse 5. da 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 If any one of you, if any one of you lacks wisdom, he should talk to God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it's shall James chapter one verse five da 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 And again da 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 memory verse once again if any one of you lacks wisdom Talk to God again. Generously to all without finding fault, and it shall be given to you. That's James chapter
0: 1, verse 5. Okay, on your sheets, uh, there's a few more bits to fill in. So, one, you grab a pen, uh, try and help each other to remind each other what we've been learning. Where is their wisdom from? And fill in the big heart and uh, full of those two things we talked about. Yes, thank you, Malachi. Um, so, when, when the people in church were fighting, it was in their heart. Thank you, Lydia. <laughs> um, when the people in church were fighting, it was showing the jealousy and the selfishness in their hearts. And that wasn't from God, was it? It was a wisdom from the devil or from themselves, but not from God. And that's how the wisdom was seen. So if you didn't didn't get any of those answers, thank you so much. Write that in that big box at the bottom. It's it's wisdom. It's not a true wisdom, is it? Because it's not from God. Um, So write write that in down there so we just remember. That's how it was seen between these Christians. What does God's wisdom do? So if that's what man's wisdom does, says me first, and then they get into fights, what does God's wisdom do? Well, let's read about that. Um, It says in verse um, 17, if you look for the little number 17, and it will be on the screen as well, it's going to talk about God's wisdom and what God's wisdom does. It says, but the wisdom that comes from God is like this. First, it is pure, then it is also peaceful, gentle, and easy to please. This wisdom is always ready to help those who are troubled and do good for others. This wisdom is always fair and honest. So, the big difference between our wisdom and what that makes and what God's wisdom does is that our wisdom makes people fall out and fight and, and, and want to argue all the time and be the best. And, and God's wisdom wants people to be friends, it helps people to be friends, it helps people to get on with one another. So the, so that's exactly what it says, isn't it? It says God's wisdom is peaceful. That means they want to be together. They want to help each other. Gentle and easy to please. After telling us um, this lovely list, um, because, and you can fill it in in a moment, um, circle all the things that God's wisdom brings. James, in verse 18, if you look down with me, James says that it grows and spreads. So this wisdom doesn't just do one thing right. It actually grows. He talks about it being like a seed. What happens to seed? Well, you plant it in the ground and then you come back a little bit later and you find there's a big plant. In fact, there might be more than one plant. And so he says in verse 18, uh, in this version, it says when people work, but it should be so, when people sow for peace, in a peaceful way, they receive all, they bring in a big harvest of righteousness. So it, it, it gets bigger and bigger and there's more, more good things that they do because they love God and they love other people. Other people will start to notice this too. So it will actually spread to other people. They'll think, wow, that person, they're living differently. They're not putting themselves first. They're putting God first and they're putting others first. And so they will start to notice too. So these are the things. Um, if you look down at ver- uh, number three, God's wisdom brings peace. That's the big difference. We saw that, didn't we? In verse 17, what is God's wisdom like? Um, or what is wisdom from God like? If you circle those correct answers, and uh, pick out the ones that are in the, in the, in the verse. And then sh- share with some of the people on your table, what are the three things that grow as a result of God's wisdom? Um, So go to your tables now, do that uh, for a few minutes, and then we'll come back together. We're going to come back together. Um, So that's, that's what we've been hearing, isn't it? About two different types of wisdom and what they produce, what they make in people's lives. And we can know if it's our wisdom because it makes for arguing and fighting between people. And if it's God's wisdom, it makes for peace and is helpful wanting to get on with each other. Well, as I said at the start, James is wanting to help these Christians. He's wanting to help them to get along with one another. So just by showing them that they might not be living God's God's way, with God's wisdom, what does he expect them to do? Does he expect them to try really hard to do that on their own? No. We sang about it, didn't we? If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God. So if the Christians realize, hey, I'm not living God's wisdom, I'm living my wisdom, and it shows then they can talk to God and ask God for his wisdom, that he would help them. And when we ask for something, we are saying, I can't do this on my own. I need, God, I need help. And we're saying that when we ask God. Um, so maybe if you have a look down on your sheets and you think of one thing you want to remember about the two different types of wisdom, one thing you can say sorry to God for, if there's something you realize, yeah, I was a bit harsh, Uh, with that other person, or I was a bit argumentative. I didn't want to get on with that Christian. And one thing you can ask God for, um, so maybe just spend a bit of time on the tables, um, write those things down, and then pray together about the things we've been hearing this evening. Let's do that now.
1: Uh, Lord Jesus, I thank you for what you've uh, taught us today, that you've shown us that there is only one right way um, of having wisdom, and that's your way. Um, and Lord, we want to say sorry for when we think we know better. We want to say sorry for when um, our hearts are, are not wise like you want us to be, for when we are selfish and for when we are jealous. And Lord, I pray that you would help us, that you would change our hearts. And I thank you that you give generously when we ask you. And I pray, Lord Jesus, for us as a church, um, that wisdom would look like uh, a harvest of righteousness, that we sow in peace to those around us and amongst us. In Jesus' name, amen. Are we going to sing about that now? We're going to sing about um, how good it is uh, when as a family we are united uh, together in Christ.